Hiya. Welcome to the Chop House podcast. Come on in. There's no need to take your shoes off here. I hope you've had a great day. For this episode of Ever Wonder, I wondered about the power of social media and the positive effects it can have on opening up futures in this modern online world. And to answer that question, I asked Inigo Hawkins to come onto the podcast and have a conversation about his recent experiences, endeavors, and growth on social media and how it's opened up opportunities in his future. I hope you enjoy. Welcome, Inigo. If I'm going to make a reel, I think I think of the idea and I make it. Literally went through race results um, and sort of like Instagram uh, pictures and stuff and found all of the teams that would, uh, the, the level I thought I could uh, be at. How has the second half of your season been? You know, a lot has changed since that August, uh, since the last yeah. time we discussed. Uh, lots, lots happened. It's um, it's been a bit of a roller coaster to be honest. It's um, into on the bike. It's been, uh, it's been quite hard. I uh, there haven't been many races that have been uh, ideal for me. Uh, as a as a climber, I obviously want to go uphill. Um, so there have been quite a lot of flatter races. I've had some bad luck. Um, but I've also had some fatigue. I've sort of I sort of hit my peak, and I've sort of been on a downward curve since. And it's been. Uh, it's been it's been quite hard, um, but you know I'm very positive. It's my first proper full Nat B season, so I'm being very realistic. I think um, it's been a really good learning experience. I've done. Uh, it's really good to get the mile, the racing legs, uh, the racing miles in the legs, and you know learning tactics and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I'm I'm very happy. The results aren't quite what I would want them to be, but I'm not saying it's gone badly. Um, I think I've got yeah. out with a bit where I needed to. And you've only just kind of acquired a coach. So were you kind of doing your own thing before then, kind of during the season? Well, I've, I've, well, yeah. So I've changed, I've actually changed coach um, changed. now. Um, I originally, I was coached by an Italian friend of mine, Filippo Fortin, who, uh, who I was training with when I was out in Italy last year. Um, he was really nice. Uh, he helped me out with the training when I was in Italy. And then I came back to the UK and I sent him a message saying, I mean, obviously, if you, if you want, if you want to continue training, please, that'd be great. But if you don't, I totally understand. And he was super keen. Um, so he's pretty much coached me throughout the year. And it's been good, but uh, it was a, it was a case of he didn't quite understand the UK scene, which is totally understandable given that he's not really ever raced here properly. Um, you know, he didn't understand how the races worked, what happens like in the race, because Italian racing and, well, you're racing in Europe, as you all know well, is very oh, yeah. different from racing here. Um, and there were just things like that, that the little, not barriers, but, um, it got to a point where I thought, well, I want to, cause I obviously next year I want to make, take a next step up. And I think that, um, Cheto, I thought I'd, I'd change coach to, um, to, to start that process basically. Yeah, very much. And what do you feel kind of having a specific kind of, uh, do you feel having a specific coach who's. I don't know if people's got a, like a um, a qualification in in um, you know sports science or something like that, or is it based on his career and what he's learned up to that point? Do you think going forward with someone who's got a degree in in sports science will help you going forward? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm really happy um, that the person I'm going with, like, I'm going with Max Devon at Dutchy Coaching. Um, I'm really happy that you know he's 
well, he what he says is backed up by science essentially. Because as you're yeah. saying, what people was going off was his coaching, his training career. I mean, he's been pro for something like 10, 10 years, so he's very, yeah, very experienced on the scene, of course. But, um, and he has got a uh, a DS qualification. Um, so he's gonna be. I think he's gonna become a director after he, when he retires at the end of next year. Oh, very cool. Um, very cool. Which is cool. Um, but yeah. uh, no, like legitimate training qualifications. Um, whereas yeah. um, I think Max uh, will help me a lot in that area. Um, yeah, because in, in this day and age, with all the science and the data and all the numbers that we see, you know, it is it's so crucial to be able to understand that bigger picture and, as you say, get the form. But at this level and this age, it's about keeping that form as high as possible for as long as possible. And it's not a case of really peaking anymore. It's just one massive peak across the season. And as you yeah. said, with the fatigue that you've seen, people have to remember that COVID, this is the first long season since COVID, first yeah. full season since COVID. So it's um, you, you've done a good shift. And even though with that fatigue, you're still going on until October with, with the cancellation and uh change of Beaumont but we'll get on to that later and I know that the first time we talked um you you didn't you didn't end uni in, in kind of the best frame of mind with uni but um the life after uni if have you kind of since we talked been kind of more more happy since then with with the job that you've got with the future that's coming up now and all of that yeah i'm i'm very excited i'm excited about the future i'm excited about what i have what is to come this year has been a it's been a real it's been a tricky one um yeah as you say i was not in the best frame of mind in the beginning all up until i uh did my last exams for university i was not in a very good headspace um i wasn't very happy um it, even with the cycling and i was doing a, i was riding a lot to try and well try and combat it because best like for me is the best way to get out of that, that sort of that that um that cycle <laughs> pun intended um but uh um no I, I think since since university's ended i've i've come to realize a couple of things i've worked out a couple of things and i i feel a little, little bit i feel a lot more confident a lot more happy and yeah i'm just excited about the future and yeah things like working on the long side as training is is hard um time management has to be is obviously key to that and yeah obviously in an ideal world i wouldn't wouldn't want to be doing the job i'm doing but it's by no means a bad job and i'm i, I you know it's it's fine and it and it hopefully funds my next year my, my next year so you know that it has to be what it has to be so i'm yeah. very content very realistic i'm not in a any in the bad frame of mind that i was at the beginning of the year for sure no, that's good to hear. It sounds like you're very grounded with where you are and where you want to go and kind of how how that part of your life in education has kind of come and you, you're building for the future now. So that's that's incredible to hear from, from my point of view and hopefully everyone else as well. So you so with that future that we, we've been talking about, you signed for Zappi Racing in Italy from July or June next year. Yeah. How how excited is, is that for you? you know, I know you're combining that love of Italy racing and, and kind of building that social media presence has really been kind of going forward what you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Zap is such an exciting opportunity. I mean, it, it was a real tricky one for me. Um, 
it was when I because when I was looking at twenty twenty three options in around August time, one of the first names that I wrote, I got, got on a piece of paper and I went I literally went through race results um and sort of like Instagram uh pictures and stuff and found all of the teams that would uh, the the level that I thought I could uh, be at um sort of pretty much similar to where I am now sort of the continental level and just a bit below as well and I wrote down on teams one of the first names to go on that list was um Zappi. Um, it's a team that I've heard of a lot of, and I've got a couple of friends who have been on the team this year as well. Um, and I've heard mixed, I've heard mixed reports. Everyone, every, every time I've told someone about Zappi, they've always said, oh, you've got to watch out for this and all oh, this happens and all that stuff. And I'm sure there are going to be, there are going to be negatives to this, to, to join, to join the team that, I mean, it's never, it's never going to be completely perfect, but I think it, for me, it's exactly it's the right thing to do. Um, I want to be. I, I the best thing for me is to get out of the UK to get results in Europe. Um, if I want to progress in the sport, I think it's really important to get European results over uh, over English ones. So I need to prioritize that. Um, there is obviously the English side to the team, so it is essentially English juniors or English under twenty threes and uh, racing on the team. But it's all it's all in Italy. Um, I mean, I, as as you mean, as you know, I'm practically fluent in Italian, so it's it's the best of both worlds. Um, and um, Flavio has been really kind to me. He's been really accommodating. Um, I went and spoke to him in July when I was down there, when I was um, down in Italy, and he was he was really nice and really good. And um, it's a like it's just an opportunity that I'm so excited to get started. I think you know the the possibilities are just endless. Yeah. Agreed, man, and I I couldn't agree more with with what you say about the European scene and where where you're going with your fluency in Italian, especially. Um, I guess kind of those negatives that you briefly touched on were due to that panorama a few years ago, that um, that was up on the BBC. But you know, since then, people progress, and I'm sure they've improved the environment since that panorama, and uh, yeah, have really moved forward. And you can see that this year with the um results they got with like matthew kingston at the the giro out of that and how how they progress with the brexit situation and and just moving forward like that so yeah i'm, yeah. I'm excited for, for what you're doing but uh yeah yeah absolutely um yeah of course i mean yeah as i say everyone's had something to say about the team but i'll be honest i've i've been ever i've been following them all year um on the social media i've been looking at their race results and it's all it looks really good it looks really good and if exactly. hopefully contribute to that next year and if it's what you want it to be then uh, how if it's making you happy with that decision excitement you're going to make it as good as you want it to be anyway so it doesn't matter what other people are saying um you know yeah. that's that's the best you can ask for yeah absolutely one of the, the key things for flavio that he told me was uh was passion uh passion for the sport and i mean I, that's something i've got in abundance so <laughs> um so I, I want to turn up and basically just give everything for him and hopefully it comes back to me that's the i'm sure you will man i'm sure you will and with that and with your previous coach in italy as well you've grown you you've got a lot of content from when you're out there on your holiday let's say you've you've grown your profile but about 110 percent since that in like two months haven't you um yeah. what's the most notable noticeable difference that you've seen coming from that growth uh that's a very good question actually um i haven't seen a massive amount of different difference i mean i guess the one thing is that and i always doesn't come across as too too big-headed but my, my notifications 
every day. I, ping, 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 ping. Yeah, I've had to. I, I had to turn off likes, comments. I had to turn off all the notifications. Oh back. yeah. My phone was just getting inundated, um, and like every time I open the app, I've got like I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But if I open my notifications app, there's just ping, as you say, ping, ping, ping. Um, yeah. and I mean, it's 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 cool to see because it's something I've been. I mean, I'm. I, I say I've been at it for a fairly long time. I've probably been doing content on social media for maybe, maybe just over a year now, maybe a year and a half. And I think so. And I, I, I'm, I'm very happy with how it's going. It's going really well. I've made some really good growth in the past, especially in the past two months. And, but there's, there's, there's always space for more. Um, there's always, I mean, I'm currently just up to 3000 followers on Instagram, which is, just, just, just under, just under. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be specific because I can't, ha- I, I can't have you, you beating me just quite yet. That, that's, I can't, I can't get my head around that quite yet. Um, uh, but um, yeah. So and I, that's what, like, if you told me that, that at the beginning of the year, I'd be over the moon. Yeah. I think because you know, what were you at the start? Like what a thousand, a thousand one hundred at the start of the year after our well, Christmas yeah, endeavors. Uh, Christmas, I was at like eight hundred or something. I think. Yeah. So, and I mean. Yeah, it's it's cool. It, it's really it's really exciting to see actually it actually sort of starting to pay off. I mean, I worked quite I worked quite hard at it. I spent a oh, fair yeah. bit of time like looking at algorithm and how looking on the reels page at how other people have made their reels and the audios are used and how they've used it and like how to get viewer attention and all this stuff. And mm. I I haven't by no means I've not perfected it at all, but I have I found my own way of making it work and it's going well at the moment so there you go that's all you can ask yeah for sure and have you got more opportunities from that growth because you're doing a lot more kind of 10 percent discounts here and there you you know you've been doing a lot of those affiliate and discount codes yeah and that that's that's another really good that's a very good point actually that's another change that i've had i've been able to not feel like an imposter like dming brands to do like collaborations and stuff um it's it's really exciting i mean I was able to get a sponsorship deal with EFS Wheels actually for a friend, uh, Gray, a mutual friend of ours, um, uh, which was very, which was great. But that wasn't that was when I was, you know, I, 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 I didn't have the followers I have now, should we say? But it, it's really exciting. I mean, now I have a deal with Enfuse, and they've been um, Enfuse Nutrition, and they've been really nice, really accommodating. Um, yeah, and I've got a discount code with them, Inigo Ten. Uh, with a capital I, if anyone is interested, um, link down below. <laughs> <laughs> link down below. Um, but and that was I did. I actually did that through my my TikTok, which is roughly the same amount of followers. And yeah, it, it's it's really cool to be able to say that I I'm at, I can justify uh, like sending messages to these brands to ask them to send them stuff to me because at the end of the day, sure. you know, cycling is an expensive sport, and you need so yeah, uh, yeah. I agree. And you talk briefly about the algorithm. Have you got any tips and tricks for kind of understanding that? Any that you can give away, or are you keeping it very tight knitted? No, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to talk about it. I'm, I, I, the, the algorithm fascinates me, and they're different. They're all different. The Facebook one, the Instagram one, the TikTok one. Um, I'm probably let's keep it narrow to the Instagram one. Let's, let's keep it narrow to the Instagram one. Yeah, the Instagram one I think is a little easier. The TikTok one is hard. The tick, the Instagram yeah. one easier because it's very, it's just it's very it's very not obvious, but it's very in your face. You can you look at the yeah. the real page and it's there, and you can see the reels that work, and it's genuinely yeah. 
high quality camera footage. So you film yeah. with a DSLR or proper film camera, they always do well. Mm-hmm. Um, the wide angle, the fisheye lens on an iPhone, um, is always does well. Um, trending audios is the classic. That's the that's the classic uh, cheat yeah. code um, for getting a good reel. Um, but it's I guess a, set, setting up the visuals on the page because what I've seen and like the stories I've seen because I've been getting into the stories, the reels I'm not touching for a very long time. But the stories, it, I guess, it's about where you're looking at the phone and yeah. kind of where your eye falls to. I feel yeah. like if you if you put the thing at the top half of the screen, you you see it more. Yeah. Yeah, the stories, yeah. stories I, I, I like I like to leave a bit more to my creativity I think if people yes. if people are following yeah. me because they don't like my stories then I don't think they should be following me in the first place because I want yeah. the stories to be where I do what I want I do yeah I post put up what I like to put up and I, I'm happy yeah. with or I want to I want to say that I've done something or I want to tell people to go and read this post I want to that's my that's my place on the platform to be completely bla- uh, opaque. Just say not opaque, uh, transparent. Sorry, um, yeah. and say exactly what I want to say. Reels, I have to. You know, they're, more, they're more targeted. I have to play more to the mm. re- algorithm. I have to be more. Yeah. I have to be think about it a lot more. Um, so, what is the difference between TikTok and Instagram? Then it's a, it's a good question. Uh, I was I was I was posting regular TikToks before I was posting regular yeah. reels, so I would say that reels are slightly B tech version of TikTok. Yeah, I, well, Instagram are just trying to be TikTok, aren't they? They are, they absolutely are, and they did come to it second, and I still maintain that opinion that they are they are behind. Um, yeah, it's it's not the same experience. Uh, flicking through reels, I don't, I feel disconnected on my reels page. I don't feel, I don't. I don't feel like there's a there's a, a trend here. It's just each individual video, random. Is, yeah, they're random. They they're good, but there's they're, they're individual videos, and it's quite hard to explain. But on TikTok, I flick through the for you page, and there I can see the trends. I can see it's weird. I hear the sounds. I hear. I can see what is trending. I can see the, like there's different storylines. Mm. I can see, for so for example, my my for you page is built up of mainly. There's some there's some cycling content. There's some like, um, there's F1 content, and like there's other just like meme content. I guess yeah. you could say. And there are three there are like three categories, and that's that's those. I can flick through and like watch the video and I know what's going on. Whereas on reels, I could get a weird one about MotoGP or like I don't know, moto like I don't know, yeah, motorbikes, but it's it, something it, completely random. Yeah, completely random, and it doesn't add up quite as much. So mm. I spend a lot more time on the for you page rather than the real page for that reason. Really. Yeah. And when when you said you started to blow up because you got like you got two videos with two with a million views each, so that's a big blow up. And you, I you said you had to turn off your likes and comments notifications. How how do you manage kind of that side of it? Because obviously you've got the creator side, then you've got the consumption side and then you've got the notification side how do you deal with that notifications how do i deal with as in when they come through i mean yeah i try not to pay too much attention i'm not i'm i don't i don't follow like counts i don't know how many likes my videos have 
Uh, I don't. Mm-hmm. I follow the view counts. Um, yes. I think. I think people will go by likes, and I don't really understand why likes should be the the. It's being seen, isn't it? Exactly. It's an impression. If I ever go to a brand and say, can I promote your product? They won't come to me and say, how many likes you get? They'll say, how many impressions yeah. do you get? And if I get, if, for example, I go to, I say, well, this video got a million impressions. The million, yeah. A wow. million impressions is very valuable to a brand. Yes, Whereas exactly. 20,000 likes is cool, but you can't really quantify it because that could have no. 500,000 views. It could have yeah. 100,000 views but it also could have 3 million. So I think the view count is much more important because it's how many eyes are on the screen. And that's how many people know that, how many people know that name. And I guess that's why the following has gone up so much, not the likes, but who's seen your name and be like, I want to see that content again. Yeah. 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 Be exactly. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, that's pretty much how I handle it. So I don't, as far as notifications go, I reply to comments when they are relevant. I get I get yes. some spam content comments and like emoji comments and stuff. I don't I ignore yeah. that, but I reply to comments just to boost the video because interaction on yeah. the video always boosts it. Um, as we know. Agreed. Um, yeah. But other than that, I don't I don't pay much attention to the notifications as long as they're there. I'm not really. Fussed. So have you have you switched them all off or do you keep some on and some off? I switched them all off. I get I have I messages I have messages come up. DMs. But, yeah they're all off uh if i want to know yeah. what notif- well, like, what's going on i go into my notifications uh, yeah. bit, bit of the app oh, yeah. there but i don't i don't know yeah what, like, yeah, yeah yeah just the the the, the, me- the messaging is the most important for that kind of pers- personality between the two people that are interacting on there isn't it you want to yeah. keep that personality between them and with yeah i mean it is just impressive the growth that reels and you can it's almost you can see it directly with what what's gone on and the way that instagram have pushed the reels where before it was a posting system and you know when i was in 2019 when it very much was a posting system i was getting a lot more back from just doing those regular good quality story like posts whereas now there's like zero (laughs) It, it just is not there. It just is not there. I, yeah. you, you've had you've had that hundred and ten percent growth. I've had a one percent growth in a month, two months, the same same period. It's incredible how a small little change in coding can have this massive effect. Yeah, absolutely. It's fascinating. It's been fascinating to watch. Um, and it's just it, it's it, it's hundred percent poly luck. And sometimes the yeah, but you, you have you have looked at it though when we when we last discussed you you were trying to figure it out you didn't have an idea for it but now you have an idea you have a consistency with the success that you've seen yeah yeah it's funny i mean it's funny that it's it's really interesting that we had that conversation pre all of this sort of blowing up i mean i think i had one or two videos doing quite well when we talked last but since then I now I now have a better picture because the thing is you don't know until something works if when it's never working you just have to keep trying different things and it, it gets a bit frustrating because you sort of think I'm doing all this stuff all the time I'm trying this and I'm trying this and I'm trying this and it's not working and you obviously get more and more frustrated until something works and then something works you think ah oh, that's so obvious why why didn't I do that in the first yeah. place um, always is hindsight is wonderful it's beautiful yeah exactly and so and then I've I've gone well. I've now I've worked out 
the the system and i'd go just go from there really um mm. keep it simple i don't try i don't try and think about it too much because obviously time on my phone is not never going to be exactly it's the time on the screen you, you um, want to be the creator like i see phone time different to laptop time laptop time yeah. is functional phone time is wasting yeah. so if i can do it on the laptop then it's functional work because i'm not scrolling i'm not wasting that time it, what i'm doing there is boom 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 yeah yeah absolutely absolutely um and the problem is i i if i make it if i'm gonna make a reel i think i think of the idea and i make it and i and i put it in the drafts and then i post it at the time i want to post it and that's that's i don't I don't go back to it and I don't rethink it. I just, I just get it done, get it out there. Cause it's better to have, I think in my opinion, it's better to have a video that you're like 75% happy with. It's okay. It's fine. It does the job. If it's out there on the thing, it d- ticks all your boxes rather than having it, the more stored up in the drafts and building up backlog because then you keep the consistency because i was originally i was really concerned about the quality i wanted my tiktok channel to be more not spam content but i would post two videos three videos a day and they'd be literally five minute jobs i literally lip sync to an audio put my caption done out gone wouldn't think about it anymore whereas i wanted instagram to be a bit more not professional but i wanted a bit more like aesthetic i liked the idea of having it quite neat and tidy and then but it, it just wasn't working it just wasn't working at all. I, we, that's pretty much what I was trying when I, we last spoke. And now I make, I don't, I try still to keep it a little bit sort of clean, but I do post more, I guess you could call meme content, a bit like what Red posts. Um, and it works. I basically adapted my meme content from TikTok and put it, and then applied it to Reels because the humor on TikTok is very different to the humor on Reels um you have to be a very much it's very much more slapstick on reels it's very have to be very much more obvious mm. essentially for the americans i'm not even joking my 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 biggest um country in my analytics is america the united states they love they love like just basic or well the the, the reels humor just basic easy to understand you know and they like they lap it up, so that's why I do on Instagram. Well, TikTok is a bit more niche. And no. I guess the most important question from it, because you do see it a lot, people doing this creator content. You know, there's a lot of burnouts and stuff. Are you enjoying it at this point? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm really enjoying it right now. I, I've got. I, I'm very. I'm, I am very aware of burnout. I've watched a lot of YouTube in my time. Watched a lot of like cycling YouTube, especially like. I mean, we all know like Cameron Jeffers, Francis Cade, and they've all taken breaks in the past. They've all said, right, we're going to take a break, month off, because I'm starting to burn out and stuff. And I've seen that. And I'm, so far, I'm, what, a year and a half in, and I've not had a, an extended period of, time, period of time where I'm fatigued. And I've, like, create, and I've, I haven't found a creative block yet. I haven't had a mm. period where I just don't know what to do. There have been days where it's been hard, and there have been days maybe maybe two or three days that i thought oh, i just don't know what to do but it always comes back it always comes back and i keep posting and i keep going and as soon as but the thing is as soon as i stop enjoying it as soon as i find that block i will stop and i will take a break because it's not something i'm, I'm not going to just do it just for the sake of doing it because also it'll look like i'm doing it for the sake of doing it yeah. and that's the, the worst thing so, in the world. Yeah. yeah absolutely so well, it's good to hear from a friend's perspective but just as a you know <laughs> Just generally, that's what 
what should happen and that shouldn't have any pressure to carry on no matter how big that following is yeah yeah it's 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 like yeah i mean i don't want to i want i want to appease the people now joking um but i i want to i, I do want to post the content but I, I as i say i won't i won't post if i don't want to um uh, that's totally fine um i get into i just go into a habit i'm just gonna keep going i just keep doing it and i just sometimes if i don't post on instagram for two or three days it, it does it's like a like a reminder on my phone in my brain it says hang on you haven't posted a video and it's not like a negative thing you just think it's like oh yeah i haven't done that oh yeah there's, there's I mean, um, it's exciting to go and do it and do that work and it, yeah it is it's like um i was reading about amazon how they invested a stupid amount of money in the color of the buy now button they thousands uh. Thousand pounds, like the color of the buy now button, so that it was the most like susceptible to being clicked. So that you right. wanted to click that button, the best color to click that button, and it's meant to give you in. It's meant to give you like uh, a surge of like dopamine or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not saying that it's obviously the post button on Instagram is different color, but I get that buzz still. Post clicking post and seeing it load up on the on the on the page, and it's there. Like, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and then don't want to watch the video at all because I hate looking at my own video on the page. It, it really, I find it really cringe. But I get the buzz. I get the buzz basically. Mega. And the last thing on social media because we've been ranting on it a long time, and there's <laughs> just so much to dive into it. Really, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, what's What's the most positive thing that you've seen come from social media, and in, in from your perspective? Well, I can only speak to sort of personal experience, but yeah. it comes down. To to connections and meeting people there are people who i have connect with connected with message talked to that i would not have been able would not have known existed had i not got had i not got social media um i mean I, there are people that I, i've messaged on a sort of weekly basis that i've never met in my life um and they're i treat them almost as they're like they're just my mates really and mm. i can you know i have access i could send a message to Bradley Wiggins for the sake yes. of sake, sake of argument, and there's a chance he might be able to reply to me and you know give me advice on whatever I was question I was asking, and I think that is something that I would say I'd say that's invaluable because it just it just opens so many much more uh, opportunities for for people really I think yeah couldn't agree more there, and so with the social media kind of done you 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 said you flew it in in Italian. Yeah, and I I was speaking to this on a on another episode of the Ever Wonder is what what's the best thing about learning another language? The best thing about learning another language, the actual physical learning of the language, or having another language in the locker. Both. About learning a language is like let's have the the language in the locker first. Let's have the end goal first. Oh, having the long language in the locker, it's it's such a, a nice feeling, and when it works, it's again, it's such a nice feeling. I the one of the things I can attribute to you is when, for example, you're like you're in a crowded room, or you're watching the television, and you flick the channels. For example, like you're on the sports page, and then suddenly a Serie A game from Italy comes up, and it's the Italian commentator, and you've just watched you literally the channel before was. Luton against Burnley for the sake of argument, and then you flick to Juventus Roma, and you understand both. You can yeah. hear 
Chris Kamara saying, oh, he's <sighs> just passed the ball to strike. And then he goes to the thing and just, and you just, it clicks. It's such a nice, such a good feeling. It just means that, I it opens doors as well. Um, yes. Yeah. But it's just, it's so weird because it's something that I've, I've been learning the language for what, four or five years now. I yeah. started about, no, I started about five years ago. Uh, maybe wow. a little bit more, five years ago. Um, and it's something at the, I, when I started, I was like, oh, one day, one day, I'm going to have it. One day I'm going to know. And I would, all the, like the past few years, I would go to Italy or I'd read books or I'd watch YouTube videos and they were just like, every third word, I think, oh, what does that mean? Why is that there? Don't understand the grammar of this. And I'm not, and I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying that right now I'm literally like Italian fluent. I've still got work to do, of course, but pretty much I could get myself out of any situation. I, that was the way I phrase it. I could have hold very intelligent conversation, no problem. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's just really nice to be able to just to have that, and just know that that's not have to force someone else to speak English. It's just yeah. so oh, nice. Yeah. And absolutely. absolutely. Do you think it's crucial to have to, do you think it's required to live out there to be able to speak fluently or can you do it in the English education system? You can definitely get away with being, speaking English out in Italy. You can get, definitely get away with not knowing much yeah, Italian. I mean, as in oh. learning Italian, in the process of learning, do you think that is it's required to be in Italy, in the culture, oh. in the with the people or is it possible to do it in the listening and reading avenue that English education takes it? Yeah, 100% it's possible in the UK. It is possible. It is very hard, though. Italian is a very tricky language to learn because the grammar is horrific. Um, I'm sure Italian's the... I did study French for a bit, but Italian's the only real language I've really, like, properly studied all the way through. And I can say the grammar is awful. It's got to be up there with, you know some of the worst out there now Maybe really <laughs> as i say i don't know any other languages so mm. i can say but um it just goes to show that you can do an italian degree in you can do a degree in italian grammar in italy um and the fact that italians don't know their own grammar very well they make the mistakes yeah. that i make yeah um and that is so, the biggest lie isn't it the Oh, you yeah. can't make mistakes in europe because they don't accept mistakes you know i don't know if that's you know the same degree as like French, French every time you're like, you cannot make a mistake. If you make a mistake, no one's going to understand you. And it's like, that's yeah, the yeah. biggest lie in the whole world. Yeah. In Italy, it's, it's just so nice. It's the complete opposite. They love the fact yeah. that you're trying yeah. to help you along the way. They want you to, to learn. They want you to speak yeah. the language. They want you to be there. You know, if you make like five mistakes in seven words, they're not, they're going to know what you yeah. intended. It's like the, um, it's like English. You say the wrong word, we understand. And you're like, don't finish. We love that you're trying, but I understand what you're saying. This is how yeah, you say yeah. it. It's like yeah, it's exactly. so beautiful that someone else can speak two languages and the brain is wired up that way. And, oh, yeah, yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's and it's yeah, it's it's really nice. And I, every every new person I that are Italian that I come across and they they see that I'm they they know I'm English. They could see me like ten meters away, not hear a word I've said. They look at me, they know I'm English. It's my it's like I don't I'm assuming I just you know, English people just do are a little bit different. But they come up to you and I've had it before where they just come and just start speaking in in English to me. That that really actually does yeah. annoy me a little bit. At least at least you start with that conversation in either French, Spanish, Italian, 
and then they, even if they stop you a sentence in, you've said yes. you said a paragraph in French, so then yeah, you can yeah. speak English. It's like you've gained their respect yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But um, yeah, no, it's it's really handy. It's 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 um, it's nice to have. Hopefully, I haven't lost money of it before I go out there. <laughs> oh, mate, it comes back so quickly. I thought I I would have done the same over last winter, but I've I gained and progressed this year in French. Like, it's yeah, incredible. Yeah. Nice. yeah, 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 and. I'm sure with your five years experience, I've only been doing French for two years. If that happens to me, you're not, you're going to be fine, mate. You'll be fine. <laughs> I hope yeah. so. I hope so. Well, you will be. Um, Flavio, Flavio loved the fact that I spoke Italian because I was, yeah. I actually messaged him on Instagram first about asking to be on the team. And I messaged him in Italian. I think he must have assumed I was just like using a translator. Um, Cause then he then called me and then like called me in Italian. And, um, I just picked up the phone like in Italian, like with an with the act. You were like, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, you yeah. actually Italian. Oh, nice. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> Which is quite nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it's one of the best things that a human can do is be able to speak to, if not more. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think there's something that's grossly overlooked in the education system. We should speak more languages. I mean, the fact that... I, the education I, I system, I think, is... You know, let's not start there, because that could go on forever, man. That's a whole conversation. Well, I go to France, I go to Spain, I go to Germany, Denmark, wherever it may be. They all speak English. And why don't we speak at least one language i mean french i guess is the classic language in the education system we learn even even then you can't the best person in the class on the school trip will never be able to speak french exactly 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 so why we should that there's a yeah yeah we need to be wise but yeah for sure i think agreed there but uh like to bring it together with the main topic of this podcast then you you see like instagram with no sorry with Peter Sagan, you know, he was, when he was on Bora Hansgrohe and Tinkoff, he was speaking yeah. in his native tongue. But now he's gone to direct energy, total total energy, sorry. He's now doing that second paragraph in French. Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. Do you think, do you think that's worth you kind of looking at and doing... What like a main pa- paragraph in English and then a secondary one in Italian? Just to, I don't know. I would love, to, I would love to. I I just worry. I I have thought about this that because one of the things as well. Actually, I was thinking about with my Instagram. Actually, I was thinking about back at the beginning of the season was my like my brand, and I've spoken to quite a few people about about their opinions on my 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 what I post just as a baseline, um, to get an idea of what it looks like from the other side because I only know what it looks like when yeah. I post it and I have my own opinion of it. So I spoke to some people about it and they said, yeah, no, it comes across that you do like Italy. Go over and it. with, with that brand, you're building up that brand and that following a logo is on the cards. A logo. I mean, the thing is I've got, uh, I'm really, I'm really uh, lucky that I've got quite a unique name and I want to do something with it. And I haven't, got anything i see like clever i really want like i really something i was thinking about this afternoon was a clever like take on my name like a like you know when people make words out of their names Um, indigo 
that is literally the bane of my existence. I, I cannot. Have you got? Have you got the tag as Inigo? Have you just? Have you I'm, got? I'm at Inigo Hawkins. No one. Someone else. Uh, has got... uh, ah. I want. Yeah, that's I want the same my... with Tompy, mate. I want to get rid of the ship, the number, but someone's yeah. taken Tompy in 2015, and I don't know how to get it back. Yeah, shit. Um, yeah. I yeah. So I want. I, I my name. I was just Inigo. Mm. My at is Inigo Hawkins, but my name on Instagram is Inigo. My name on TikTok is just Inigo. I'm. I'm. Uh, just that's. So I want my first name to be my brand. Yes. But yeah. I need to. Yeah. I'm I'm happy without a logo for now. I don't mm-hmm. mass I would I yeah, as it as things progress, if I get to like ten thousand followers and I start working with I mean, I'm working with some cool brands right now and I'm very happy with what Spre- I am. Spreading, spreading that brand across different medias and all of that. Yeah, I'm I'm right now I'm in a good I'm in a good place and I'm working with some cool people, but when when I'm up at towards ten thousand, maybe in like from and and then on when i start hopefully doing things i mean for example i could start working with like some a company like specialized or i don't know rafa or like those yeah. those at that level of company that's when i think i need to start thinking about having a brand um but right now i'm i'm much more comfortable with being almost the opposite of a brand being just me just yeah. my me being the usp um but you're building that and slowly yeah. developing that future and keeping those doors open yeah exactly so i'm 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 about i'm not i'm always trying to playing three four steps ahead i'm always thinking about what's next i'm always coming i'm not i'm not sat here right now think just in the here and now i'm always uh-huh. looking towards the what what's coming next because you know the world's moving so fast at the moment you've got to, yeah you got to keep up um so sure. um yeah i've got there's, there's a lot plan. to be to to keep present because you know oh, that's yeah. something yeah. on the root like the on the what's the phrase on on the cards in society at the moment it's like be present you got to be present you got to be present yeah um, yeah. Um, yeah exactly you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta live in the here and now um but yeah i mean yeah i'm just going with going with what i've what i know i'm not yeah i'm pretty much yeah i'm very very realistic i know what I've done, I know what works now. I know where to go. And I'm thinking about the possibilities of the future. I'm not acting on them just yet because they're obviously in the future. But I'm very happy with what's happening at the moment. And yeah, you know, onwards, onwards, upwards. Awesome, really. awesome, mate. Well, that was a that was an awesome chat. Thank you very much for coming on to the Chop House. Hope no. you enjoyed your time here for the second time between us for the first time for everyone else. I hope no, that people are listening and learn learn a thing or two. But uh, yeah, you got any closing thoughts from from yourself? I mean, it's just Inigo Tenet, Nephews, Nutrition. <laughs> <laughs> See, I might have to cut that out for YouTube ads. I don't know. I don't know. No, honestly, yeah. in all in all seriousness, thanks very much for having me on a second time. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed our chat. Actually, um, it's really good to talk about this stuff because not many people um, are interested in it. So it's it's really good to have a chat. And um, yeah, thanks for having me on. No problem, no problem.